I didn't, I didn't see that. This is the NPC podcast. <laughs> I feel like there's been some RPGs that start off that way, actually. Yeah. Like some, like yeah, but by it's some Sega. annoying character that just like does that. <laughs> it's always like some squeaky characters. Yeah. Hey, 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 you. I think like hey, you. Not like Shining Force, but. And then they like they like knock on the screen or something. And mm-hmm. Bing, 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 and then you're like, <laughs> dude, leave me alone. And then you like wake up in the middle of a forest and some fairy or something floating above you or whatever. I think this is an actual game. I think so. Or it's the start of our new game. It is, technically. Okay. Cool. Because it's the sprite. Right. It's a little floating orb. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an orb because I don't like orbs. <sighs> what do you have against orbs? Yeah, uh, all of the things. But you know what orbs were prominent in? Uh, Final Fantasy VII? Yeah. Hmm, in the point. form of materia. Anyways, um, today we're talking about... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Where are my manners? My name is Will, and this is David. Um, and we are the NVG Podcast. I had already said that. Oh, okay. Yeah. In case they forgot. <laughs> in case you forgot. You're listening to this podcast, which is, therefore, the NVG. And we're talking about Dirty Service. Or the Song of the Dead of Vincent's Gun. Yeah, it was... Okay, so that's like a breakdown of what dirge means and what Cerberus is, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I guess if we try to explain a little bit of the story of this game, because this game, holding back spoilers, it's just stupid because the game isn't really, to be honest. I can get this up front. It's not really worth playing. Um, well, depends on if you're a Fall Fantasy Seven fan. Even if you are? Go watch a video. And if you're like and also 16, I'll, 17, or 18, maybe. Yeah. Or or younger. Right. I'll put a link in the in the, in the the description for uh, What's-His-Face, uh, the video by on YouTube by Klimps. Oh. He does a review of the, of the story um, and the game itself, and it's quite hilarious how he describes it, because the, the game is... It's, the game is, like, supposed to be, like, super edgelord and super, like serious and and hardcore (laughs) but it just it comes across as funny to people who like realize that it's not really as deep as it thinks it is yeah i don't uh, i think it was trying to be cool more than like deep maybe i don't know yeah but that's the thing it started off it tried to be it and that's what that's what made it so that's what made it funny yeah um, but also even even in the name, Dirge of Cerberus, <laughs> and then like the cover and well, I don't and really the know. main character being Vincent. Of course, they were trying to make it like like hardcore. I don't really know what like the Japanese title is though, and like yeah. how it translated. English translators could have just tried to be cool too. Yeah. So well, I, I when I uh, when I was playing this again and kind of checking out some videos for it, like it kind of reminds me of uh, you know the new the new Predator movie where they had like the super Predator. Because you always have to one up. Yeah, it kind of seemed like that. Like, it seemed like, I mean, I don't know. I guess, in, I suppose in Final Fantasy VII, like, some big things happened. Yes. But, I don't know. Vincent was not that important and now he's very important. He's very powerful. Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. Well, I mean, technically, don't worry. The story explains why. You well, mean it, you we'll, mean it doesn't? No, it doesn't. It <laughs> does. We'll get into it. It's like okay, so 
Vincent being the optional character from Final Fantasy VII and being the character that many people love, he was like one of those characters where people... The story was technically told in the game, but then everybody wanted more of the story for some reason. And then... Um, well, well, everybody wants... Well, most people want more of the stuff they love. Or they just want to cherish the things that they love. It's That's a perspe- perspective one. Sure. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's, let's start with... Um, who made this one? Who made it? So this one was directed by uh, Yashinori Katase. Okay. And uh, his favorite genre. Can you guess what his favorite genre is? Genre of what? Video game. He likes third-person shooters. He he just likes shooters. Um, so you can actually in this game you can actually make it a first-person shooter. You can switch between. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's that's. That's pretty innovative. I don't know if anyone had done that at that that point. It's still a horrible game. <laughs> I don't think it. I don't think it's horrible. It's not that good. Okay, that's better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so originally they um, they mold over who was going to be the main protagonist. Uh, they thought about doing. They knew they were going to do Vincent. <laughs> They're lying. No, they they uh, they thought about doing Barrett and. Um, nope. I was thinking about how they could have done that, and it could have been a prequel revolving around his time with the Avalanche. Nope. Okay. Uh, Final Fantasy X-2's Yuna, but, like, honestly, her story kind of wrapped up at the end of Ten Two. I don't really know what the heck else they could do. Nope. <laughs> uh, and then another one was Irvine from Final Fantasy VIII, but I... Heck nope. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> nice. Uh, but the, actually, the one that they didn't mention that I actually thought would be a, would have been a, a decent one was uh, was a Laguna from Final Fantasy VIII as a prequel to Final Fantasy VIII. Kind of nope. Kind of nope. Well, of those say, of those four. Okay, sorry, it's going to go down as another nope. Yeah, but as, of those four, none of them. That means the game. Okay. Okay. Let's let's also get this out of the way. Not only do I not like the game, but I don't think the game ever needed to exist. <laughs> that being said, that's very fair. Out of the four, none of them. Ugh, okay, fine. Um, because the game, the game kind of feels like a, one of the few times where I feel like Square Enix actually cash grabbed, and I, it seems kind of weird to me that they would do that, considering this was yeah. I don't think I don't think um I don't think they had a game in mind. I think they actually were like, okay, we're gonna make some Final Fantasy VII compilation games and. You do your thing. It it just it did it felt like an afterthought. The whole game yeah. to me felt like an afterthought. And oh, I think I'm a little bit wrong. I don't actually don't think Tase was the director. I have to look it up. Uh, I think it was some like newer guy. Uh, either way, the game, I'll look it up later. The game to me, like I said, the game wasn't that great. The game wasn't that innovative, really. But it was, it was something different. I would say, but not in the way that felt like they were thinking of new things but different in that it had a final fantasy name attached to it mm-hmm. and it wasn't the typical final fantasy well i mean if they were being realistic they'd never worked on a shooter before they pretty much only worked on rpgs Th- this i know yeah um my whole thought is kind of especially when it comes to game development stick with what you with, stick with what you know but I mean, there's certain games like Horizon Zero Dawn where the developer, they only worked on first-person shooters yeah. and suddenly they did a third-person open-world adventure game and suddenly amazing. they were it was really great, yeah. Um, well, I that mean, being said, Square Enix could have been really great at shooters, yeah. but 
this one definitely felt like there was a concept in mind that might have actually been legitimately good. But then whenever they put the, the dressing on and they said, oh, it has to be Vincent, it has to be Final Fantasy VII, then it kind of then it felt like it kind of slipped away. And then somebody else put another layer on top of it <laughs> and said, it has to be very, very, very anime. So they, they wanted to... So the original plan was to make the, the shooter, and then they kind of backed up and were like, well, first of all, we haven't really worked on shooters. We've only worked on RPGs. And our fans of this game are play rpgs so they kind of want they kind of dumbed down the shooter system right and made kind of a, hi- a hybrid of you know best of both worlds right. or whatever that's what i was saying whenever you put the different layers on top of it that's when you start to get a horrible game because it's like had it been anything else without need for explanation of the stories or connection to other stories already written you might have been able to do more right because you'd right. be able to in- implement different systems you'd be able to um put different types of graphics on certain things right and then once you throw on top of that that it's like a final fantasy then you know you have to uh, like cater towards people who play final fantasy Mm -hmm. which means that you have to give them some element of rpg and you have to which you got to make this more like an expanded mini game than anything because it's not what they're used to playing it's action oriented yeah well i mean like by today's standards like this is basically just straight up RPG. If it wasn't level based and it was open world, it yeah. would be RPG. The thing is, I think if Dirge of Cerberus was made these days, like a, if Dirge of Cerberus was made as like a sequel or prequel or whatever or whatever cool to like Final Fantasy 15, it would be different because Final Fantasy 15 already had like kind of a system that could almost benefit from this. I mean, mm-hmm. considering that one of their DLCs was a full shooter, I mean, because one of your characters uses uses guns in fifteen, yeah, but yeah, 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 they could have. It would have been a little bit different because they had already established early on that they can make the gameplay and it works with their system. But this one was just like we've already made, like you were saying, they made a system and then they put some other things on top of it, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh crap, we're gonna have to dumb this down because it doesn't <laughs> really, it doesn't work for the fan base we're trying yeah. to cater to. So, mm. so uh, when I was taking, when I was doing notes and everything, I was I kept on writing a RPG. And then I was like, wait a minute, is it an RPG? No, it's ARPG. I know, it's ARPG, but like... Action RPG? In, well, in, no. In, AR, in ARPG. It's, well, I, was, I looked up um, <laughs> the use of A and AN for acronyms, and like some acronyms you're supposed to, if, like, so uh, HIV, I think it is, is supposed to be AN, just because the A-H starts with a A sound. And I was like, that's the most ridiculous thing ever. Really? Yeah. The English language is a weird thing. Yeah, I looked this up in APA style, and that's what I was saying. So you went through all of this effort because you couldn't figure out how you were supposed to write your... Well, it was a little bit driving me crazy, yeah. I wanted to know. I get an idea, too. (laughs) But isn't that weird? Do you often Google words just to make sure you sell them right? Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And it'll be simple words, too. Oh, I hate it when I, like, there, it's a simple word, and I'm like, I've typed it a billion times, but then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, wait how you, what? Did I? Ah. Uh, yeah. And then you see it, and you're like, oh, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you, and then you, like, go into the rabbit hole, at least for me, and, like, feel, find out that it's, like, not even technically a word that's in use these days. It's, like, 17th century, whatever, and you're like, where did I get this word from? <laughs> like, the word dirge. Yeah. Nobody uses that word anymore. I'm pretty sure that's, like, a... Like a, like an 18th century word or something like that. Probably like Shakespeare. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Dirge of Shakespearean. 
Uh, so just a quick note: at some point in this podcast, we're going to talk about Advent Children. Just a heads up. Gotcha. Uh, also, there was a there was differences between the Japanese version and the American version of this game. Oh, well, probably American and European. Uh, but the Japanese version had an online multiplayer mode. I don't know if you knew anything about that. I did not. Yeah, so that so you weren't Vincent. You were um, part. You were one of the members of the the bad guys. It peaked in 1860. 1860. You're right. And it's been on a slow decline all the way up until 2000, and then it's starting to make a resurgence. <laughs> it's starting to make a resurgence. <laughs> <laughs> it felt funny saying it. Uh, okay. Yes. Oh, I thought maybe you read that. <laughs> no, really. No, if, if you look at the chart, look at that. <laughs> what? It gives like. Wow, that's neat that there's a chart for words. Um, what well, maybe maybe all tides of dirge of Cerberus. Um, I think what this ends up doing is it searches all books. Uh, okay. I use the word, and because books are written usually in the vernacular of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And semi. I bet. I bet the spike goes up in 2007. Then. Is that when dirge of Cerberus came out? Yeah, around then. Uh no, the spike actually goes up right in 2000. You know, I never even looked up critical reception of this game or like how many units it sold. Um, that's weird because that's something you seem to always do. But yeah. one of the things I will say is that I think a lot of the credits were kind of meh on it. But I oh, think the rev- oh I did see the reviews. Yeah, the reviews were definitely meh. But in terms of like credits in general, I think a lot of people pretty much said what I was saying earlier. Is it? <coughs> Is it seem like an unnecessary game? Mm-hmm. I that still be- think like that. Being like, said, it's not. Um, it's not to the point of like. If you're a diehard, yeah, play the game. Yeah, you, it, I guess you'll enjoy it. As my teenage self, I definitely really liked it. Also, the game controls like a tank, and it's horrible. But I guess you <laughs> well, can get through it. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that part. So, uh, moving on to some of the gameplay. Uh, as as we're talking about this game's, uh, y- you run out, run around in a third person shooter view. Um, in in combat, you have the ability to switch between shooting and using melee attacks. I don't know if you remember this at all. I do. <laughs> uh, you can also dash around to evade enemies, and you can do a double jump. And I'm not really sure why you can do a double jump because I don't think there's much platforming in this game. Like I'm pretty sure it's flat, and then you can also climb ladders. And wow, Vincent climbs ladders really Simulation. slow. That's a great thing. Oh my god, it's so slow. It's it was ridiculous. a sign of the times. <laughs> <coughs> um, so when you're shooting, the game uses a type of like auto-aiming system where if you have the crossbar that gets close to the enemy, then all of a sudden there's another smaller crossbar that automatically aims at the enemy. Aim, aim assist. It's actually a common console thing. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's because you can I never don't... be truly accurate with the joysticks. Um, so aim assist has been in almost every console iteration of first person shooters, third person shooters. It's all, it's like a thing. Um, it's one of the things you can turn on and off, but Mm -hmm. there are a lot of third person shooters that implement something like that, but it's always to compensate for the fact that you can't be as accurate as you are with a mouse and keyboard. Oh, I did not know that. This is actually, I was thinking about this and I think this might actually be my first shooter I ever played besides Goldeneye, but so yeah, I was gonna so, say I'd have to say GoldenEye or Donkey Kong multiplayer <laughs> uh, okay. for sixty four. Okay. Yeah, 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 I know you're talking about. <laughs> um, so it, this game was actually hard for me because I just 
Well, when I played it the first I time. I freaking plowed straight through this yeah. game and then realized that it wasn't worth it and we sold it. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> I'm, I'm noticing a theme throughout this podcast so far. I don't like the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so my thing is, and we talk about, we actually talked about this not on the podcast, but um, in our meetings when we were doing um, the initial uh, stories for um, the tower game, mm-hmm. is that I don't like unnecessary things. Right. And I, I think, I think that's really the the biggest thing that rubs me wrong about this game is that it felt completely unnecessary. It was just that. That's why you hate my sequels. Yes. Um, but like that. The thing about it is, like, it wasn't a necessarily horrible game. It was just, it has that that sheen of unnecessary, and that's what always catches my eye first. Is that, but why? You know what I mean? And then, so then, er, the whole experience is ruined, or at least my my whole memory of it is ruined by the fact that I didn't need to play it. Like, mm. I got done with it, and I realized, why did I just do that? It didn't accomplish anything for me. Right. That kind of thing, and. So this is more of a, like an opinion of a thing, a game afterwards. I feel like going into it, I thought it was necessary. I thought it was awesome. It's mm-hmm. Vincent, by all means. Make okay, it, cool. Make so when one. you're, yeah, like I said, when you're a teenager, right? Yeah. But then soon as you, soon as you get done with it, it's kind of cool. You have that resolution, and then when you, when you leave it, and you, and you're looking back on it, like I am now, and considering I played a lot of really good games since then, well, like, yeah, I look back on it and like again, it's unnecessary, <sighs> and the fact that. The fact that like, but we're the also, closure is closure to something that didn't need to be closed. I mean, you're also you're also comparing it to by to today's standards. True. Yeah, there is that it, level, and, and I still agree with you. But there's there polished. Is still, yeah. The game is polished um, in terms of how it looks. Doesn't See, play well. I actually but. thought Crisis Core looked better. Crisis Core looks better if you on emulate a PSP it. game. No, I, I well, I mean, it's a smaller screen, so yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's the same thing with like 3DS games. Um, mm-hmm. people say, will say that they look a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit blocky or whatever, yeah. but even then those games still look good for their small, a smaller mm-hmm. resolution. Yeah, for sure. Have. It's, it's about an optimization thing, but yeah, for dirt servers, I thought it looked really, really good for the time. But after that, I was like, I'm well, this, the cutscenes are definitely awesome. Oh, of I course. mean, Final let's be real. We, we came for the cutscenes. scenes. Anytime oh, yeah. cloud was, and the music, yeah, that's the, the music, music was, was, the music was phenomenal for that game yeah, I, don't remember I have the soundtrack and it's great you have you have gacked yeah, I hate him I don't <laughs> I think it was like that weird thing where he that was another thing about that game they did they did the same thing with him and or that in this game as they did with him in crisis core crisis core yeah. and they like it's Which almost we'll like he to. just really liked Final Fantasy enough we're just gonna put him in our games as the producer yeah. so you know if the producer said that, that's a suit money, right? Yeah, the suit's doing it. Uh, so get kind of getting back to gameplay. Um, so I don't like suits either. <laughs> so you had three different types of guns. Uh, you had the his three barrel handgun, the mm-hmm. Cerberus, um, of he, which this is the dirge. Yeah, we have the rifle. They called it Hydra, and then a machine gun called Griffin. I don't really know why they needed names, but they have names. Uh, in this game, you could also add accessories to. I don't really remember. I think you could add like a scope and and improve aim and range and and then you can those add those little charms that you hang from your phone. <laughs> <laughs> yep, from your gun. Yep. Yeah. Uh, sniper mode was really rough because it like it's almost like the stages were too small yeah. to zoom in, and so 
they and, almost made their own system pointless. Like, yeah, and they didn't they didn't adjust uh, how you aim either. So it, it was almost like you're zoomed in, but it's like the same speed that you're moving the other way. And I'm assuming most shooter games adjust for that. It's a uh, okay. I don't know. I, it's weird. I don't want to like completely try to destroy this game. It's just the. It's like they well, try. You, they you tried give it so a rating between one and eleven. <laughs> Obviously, 11. Um, <laughs> if 11 is the lowest number. Hey. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't I don't know. There's so much about it that I really wanted to love. Or I... No. There's so much about it I did love. Mm-hmm. Did being past tense. Right. I tried I to play... I think if you went back... Yeah, I tried to play it again already. Oh, okay. And it's not that great. Yeah, but how far did you get? Not very far. So I, I think if you will go back, you're gonna play the gameplay and be like, yeah, I don't like any of this stuff. But I'm, uh, uh yeah. Um, as yeah. a Final Fantasy fan, we weren't playing it for the gameplay. We we're playing it for the cutscenes and the story. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're definitely right. <laughs> <laughs> There's some aspects. We'll get into that though. The gameplay really isn't anything to write home it's, about. It's, yeah, it's, it was fine, I suppose, for the time. It wasn't. It, See, it was very that right, that right there. That caveat, yeah. it's fine. I don't like that. Yeah, actually, that's that's a fair. That's a really good point because when you say it's fair for the time, and now it's like however many years later, there's and now cer- it's garbage. There's certain games that still hold. Final Fantasy VII holds up. Why? Because mm-hmm. the the gameplay itself had nothing to do with like uh, like a smooth of controls. It was mm-hmm. just. It's kind of one of those things where you can. It's hard to go wrong with a turn-based RPG because all you have to do is just make sure the menus are accessible, right? And you're yeah. good to go. Now there's something to do with shooters, which it requires a lot of refinement. It's the reason why the Call of Duties and like the the Battlefields and the and the Fortnites and all these other games like that that the reason or in Destinies and um and and you know <laughs> keep going. I mean? There's more. You can keep well, moving no, them all. Well, <laughs> I'm trying to name the ones that I know. They all have like this thing that. What you hear a lot of critics say is they have a snap. They have a feel mm-hmm. to when you shoot. They have a, a feel to when you get hit. They have, right. they have a feel to when you drop or when mm-hmm. you make jumps and stuff like that. But all of those, the reason why they're successful and the reason why they are considered refined is because people, have, uh, the developers have figured out a way that when you pull the trigger for that gun, that you get feedback, whether it be in like a flash or... Right. The way the sound effect works, the rumble in the controller, um, all those things, they lend to an experience that uh, like allows you to feel like you actually shot a gun or right. shot the right. gun. In this game, the problem that it's... Th- I, in my you opinion, didn't feel like you are a Vincent? No. <laughs> um, in this game, I think I felt like uh, everything almost felt like... Uh, it felt like a first foray into shooting. That's yeah, what it felt no, like. It, I, I that, totally agree. That, that's probably the best way it, to describe honestly, it. Honestly, it felt more like a PS1 shooter than yes. PS2 shooter. Th- yes, yeah. a PS1 shooter with a little bit of extra gloss on it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, that sounds accurate. All right, so moving back into a little bit more stuff you could do. So okay. there was materia in this game. Yes, there was. And, uh, and you could also use magic. You had fire, which was basically like a wide area damage. Uh, Blizzard, which home, homed in on enemies. And it's thunder. Sound, starting to sound a lot like... Um, Kingdom Hearts. Continue. <laughs> and uh, Thunder... Uh, Thunder was... Well, Thunder is a straight line attack. Is it? No, cause Blizzard, they, switch, they switched them up. Yeah, because f- honestly, Fire, fire, fire is the Blizzard, homing. 
Fire's homing? Fire's homing, Blizzard, uh, in terms I of never Kingdom Hearts. I never use magic in Kingdom Hearts, honestly. Yeah. So Fire's homing, uh, Blizzard is one, is like one area. Oh, no, it's sh- straight it shot. straight. Yeah. And then Thunder. Uh, Thunder is homing. Thunder comes straight down. Yeah, Thunder, so no, yeah. Or like well, around you. It's homing, oh, yeah. yeah, I guess it would be the area attack, because it's kind of, sometimes it can be around you. Yeah. Huh. I didn't really thought about it. Uh, so the melee attacks um, were extremely basic. And uh, garbage. Yeah. It was just uh, some three hit attack. And uh, actually, the video we watched, he was talking about how it's just nonstop. Hoo, hoo, ha. Hoo, hoo, ha. Yes. Garbage. <laughs> um, but there's no expansion to the to that system. There's no there's no combos or anything like that, which is a, a little bit disappointing. Uh, it's kind of a throw in. And I, I actually think it I think they have it in there more so for his um, transformations than they actually for the normal gameplay. Yeah, which is something like I felt like I wanted more of the transformations mm-hmm. because, of course, yeah, it's there's, kind of like the whole thing for well, Vincent. There's, there's, yeah, well, I mean, in Final Fantasy VII, there was four transformations, and there's only two in this one. And then you only get to use one of them until at like the end of the game. Do you get to use the chainsaw one in this one? No. Then then it's garbage. You don't <laughs> want it, right? Um, Throw it back. <laughs> so this is something I didn't know the first time I played it. I didn't know that using the melee, melee attacks, you can actually reflect bullets and rockets, which... What? Yeah, I, I don't recall this. I don't recall. I didn't recall it either. Although that would be kind of cool, though. So, so talking about like, so he's a Jedi now, <laughs> maybe. Uh, talking about like I, I wonder how behind the scenes they had, you know, they programmed how Vincent was going to get hit because there'd be like four enemies on the screen, and I'm assuming that a lot of shooters do like, like, you know, it's all based on percentages. If you're out in the open, you have a higher percentage of getting shot and. Okay. And depending on how many enemies there are, but in in Dirge of Cerberus, you always have uh, you always have bullets flying past you, and I you know maybe regular shooters like this too. But I wonder if like the the um, the graphics for the bullets if they actually hit Vincent, that's when they take damage, or is it based some on game, some games do it based on those calculations, while others do it based on like. The calculation is made as soon as the bullet leaves the, ch- <coughs> the chamber, and they mm-hmm. just go like, as soon as you pull the trigger, the calculation is made whether or not you hit the person. Yeah, as soon as it hit, yeah, yeah. Whereas other ones actually calculate the fall of the bullet and all that other stuff, and garbage, garbage, garbage. Um, that being said, doesn't really matter. Also, it doesn't really matter. It, it I was ca- just kind of curious. It kind of goes towards the Star Wars theory of like Storm Stormtroopers just being garbage at aiming. <laughs> well, that's. That's how. So he's they, a Jedi, and they're stormtroopers, yeah. and they're garbage. So we're gonna. Can we take a quick break? Why are you asking me? You might as well just say it. Hey, can say we? Say we're taking we're taking a month break. Please. Okay. <laughs> I said, I do do something, and then then David laughed, and then I I laughed <laughs> as well. And the maturity of this podcast is going further and further down. Into um, the toilet, like this game. Oh, uh, like no, do as well. But yeah. we're just doing our duty. <laughs> oh, it's getting worse. <laughs> wow, man. <laughs> like this game. <laughs> Let's uh, talk about it some more. <laughs> okay, okay. So we're still talking about some of the gameplay. And, uh, you know, I always... I didn't remember it being like this when I was a kid, but... Like, Vincent's always has his arm up pointing the gun. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, he's that would get tiring. No, not for somebody who's. I think you can actually push a dead. I, I think you can push a button and like lower it, but like the default is that his his arm is up in shooting. And he walked kind of awkward too. You're right. He, he was like a little tank. He, okay, so yeah, and his arm was like the turret. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, that's great. Um. Okay. Do you remember the Kate Sith sneaking mission? Yes, because I remember the music. Oh. It was good. Are you going to play a clip from that? I should. <laughs> um, let's put that in the notes. What time is it? I don't know. It's like 1228. <laughs> I'll just remember to cut it in whenever I'm listening. Okay, to okay. It. Um, yeah, that's good. So the, the funny part, I remember, I remember like, because it wants you to sneak around. Right. And I remember sneaking around, and then I sucked at it, apparently, and I got caught, and then... I feel like everybody sucked at that part, because we weren't expecting to have to do anything Well, like in, that. like, the newer... Actually, in newer games, it's super annoying, because as soon as you get caught, it, like, oh, there's always, like, a... And then you're, yeah, like, you're like, don't well, shoot me! And yeah. then you have to start over, which is always super annoying. I hate sneaking parts in games. Uh, what do they do in this one? You just... You just get the run. Like, if they catch you, you just run, and you can actually, like... Just run straight to the <laughs> where you need to go. You're like, whoops. Well, cause again, you said it earlier. They were dumbing down the game. They made sure that it was accessible, and in doing so, they were probably true, like, yeah. like, why? Are, we don't want to fail them. You yeah. know, we just want to give the. We want. We want them to feel like they should have tried a little bit harder, but at the same time, why? <laughs> There's really no need to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they had kind of a limited enemy variety, since I mean, your basic enemy is. Always as soldiers. And there was a few, like they incorporated a few of the monsters from Final Fantasy Seven. Right. Or just Final Fantasy in general, but there was extremely limited. I remember mostly fighting in soldiers and then those little dog things. And but they were like it was dog, mainly soldiers. Dog soldiers. Though, as far yeah, as I it was mostly sho- yeah, soldiers. Uh, I remember we were having to fight the helicopter multiple times and That stupid helicopter. <laughs> it was kind of annoying actually. Did you deflect the rockets from the helicopter? I guess so. That would be pretty cool. Boy, it's worth going back and playing and trying it. No, it's not. Okay. I was actually checking to see if I had nothing. Never mind. I won't talk about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so there's actually, so there's actually a, a scene where like this wall blows open and uh, surprise, <laughs> um, surprise, curse words because I can't say it. Some surprise. Um, Remember when we could say that stuff. Back in season one. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing I want you to understand. We can say anything we want to. Right. But man, our restraint, our our ability to yeah. restrain ourselves. We're, we're just, we're just, I'm just too good at this. <laughs> I say, I was going to say we, but it's me. I'm the best. Well, I have, have kids, so it's easy, honestly. Um, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> so anyway, so you you're... You come up against two of the main villains, mm-hmm. and they're, you're talking to them, and all of a sudden the wall explodes, and then all these soldiers keep on coming in, and they just like come in straight, and you just aim perfectly, and you just shoot them one by one as they pop in. I'm not but, seeing a problem here. <laughs> but the main, the the other two bad guys, they just stand there and watch, as they are wont to do. That's kind of <laughs> like the anime thing, isn't it? <laughs> and then once, uh, once you're done shooting, like. For they're about to attack, but one of them collapses over, and then he's just like, "Well, I'm out of here." But next time I see you, you're done for. 
<laughs> Why not? I'm seeing no problems with these scenarios. Um, let's see. So the level design it was, was awesome. It was it was okay. It was it was a little bit bland, but I mean, maybe it has, might have to do with where the settings took place. You see, I'm changing my tune for this whole game, right? Like suddenly, oh, you going in the you going reverse as yeah. I as I go the other way. Yep. <laughs> now, now as you talking talking best about, it, I'm like this game was really good. <laughs> like, like I could see how it's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I told you about how like he can uh, transform throughout the game, right? To like his werewolf thing, and then at the end, he uh, he gets his final powerful transformation. Mm-hmm. Except for like his transformation, like. It's not his Cerberus, Cerberus gun. Like, the transformation includes a gun. Anime logic. Yeah, okay. Like I said, this game became so anime, it was freaking ridiculous. Um, Like, the whole... Pretty much, there was a part towards the end of the game where he said, I have to believe in the power of my friends. And I was like... <laughs> Screw you, Vincent. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. I'm so done. But also, I got to watch this cutscene because it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It did. Uh, uh, so and I got to fly through all these like floating pieces of buildings and whatnot and, and des- destroy <laughs> stuff because... And I can fly and I have like, godlike powers all of a sudden. And it, was a, it, was a, it, was a, it was a vibe. I, I liked it yeah. for the time. And then now I'm just like... Ugh. <laughs> so so I, insufferable. Was uh, burping? Uh, yeah, burping. Off, off uh, I was I was reading somewhere, and someone was talking about. Uh, I'm, I'm trying not to burp again. Uh, they're talking about uh, the Vanquish game, and I was like, "Wow, you know, it, it, yeah, but like, Vanquish is way better." Yeah, it's way better. <laughs> but I was like, "Wow, if if they had, like reskinned uh, uh, Vanquish, and you know, obviously made some modifications." Oh. That would have been awesome because you know the little Dirt dash thing. Been great, like the, uh, the sliding thing. Yeah, well, well, like oh. the Advent Children, where he comes out of the tree and he's you know like, like zipping around and everything. Yeah, yeah they they totally could have done something like that with mm-hmm. Vincent and as, uh, related to the Vanquish oh, I, thing. I feel it. That that right there. Oh man, that would be a great like if Platinum Games made yeah. freaking. Oh, Dirt I forgot Server? Platinum Games made. Okay, well. Vanquish and Bayonetta. Like if they were yeah. to make freaking Dirge of Service again. Oh my god! It can't be so. Oh, oh I forgot gosh. about this. So Nomura, so Nomura was like, because people were like, this game kind of looks like it's like Devil May Cry, and he's like, no, 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 it's way different. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, it is way. Actually, different. it is way different because it doesn't have combos and it doesn't necessarily have points per. He may well. I guess he can't like. I guess he can't be like. Yeah, it's like a dumbed down version of Devil May Cry. You know. Yeah, because it's not even anywhere close. Because Devil yeah. May Cry does not focus at all on. Um, if anything, You're the gun right. is the least amount of that you use. You, it's all melee. In oh, Devil May Cry. Yeah, you can use the gun, but usually the oh, gun you're is right, just to actually. keep them. It is the reverse. It's like to keep them levitated, pretty much, so you yeah. can continue a combo. But otherwise, the game doesn't focus unless you get oh, like a power up. Or I didn't think about it much before the podcast, but yeah, that's a good point. You don't do a lot of thinking outside of this podcast, do you? No, that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> my brain turns off until the podcast comes on okay so how do, how do you get through work <laughs> dude you know how my job is i know, I know. it's mind numbing um <laughs> and i was also thinking about this outside of the podcast um the company that's been doing a really good job with their spinoffs is uh is the persona series 
Well, <sighs> well, back to this again. Well, realistically, did you like the Persona fighting games too? Yeah, I did. Of course, you did. Well, they were. Oh crap! I'm kind that. of a fanboy, so I kind. Well, of, I don't remember the. For me to, I don't remember the company that made them. Though. Dang it! I know they make the Guilty Gear games. Oh yeah. Oh, Axie. Ax- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they had the right idea because they they started um, you know, lo- loaning out their I don't know what they call it, loaning out their properties. IP? Yeah, their IPs uh, to these other companies, and I mean. The thing is, Square Enix has always been in-house, um, yeah. so I don't ever foresee them doing that. Well, that, they did, like, I mean, the motorbike thing. Yeah, but here's the thing. Somebody else made it, but they kept it. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, yeah. I don't know. And even then, they gave them a mini game. I still think it's the way to go, honestly. I don't... For for Final Fantasy property? Well, actually, they can do it so. now, because, uh, I mean... You you have the um, Tomb Raider team and you have Hitman team. Well, they don't have Hitman anymore, but they've bought these other different studios right. that could have done some of this stuff. Right. That but, are experienced. Right. Which, but uh, mm, yeah, I still don't think they should go down that path anymore. Though. I don't think so either. Yeah. But anyway, there was was it Type Zero, which was type in, zero. internally done, but that was it was definitely like a, a departure from. It was a weird, like... Well, Type Zero was done by the guy that did Crisis Core. Right. Yeah. But it, So, if it almost actually felt like a an in-between for the the Dissidia series. Like, almost like they were like, mm. hmm, so we're going to make it Final Fantasy, but we kind of want to make it Dissidia, but we kind of want... Ooh, that Dirty Service game look was if, pretty good. Now I got to look at... <laughs> uh, I can't remember who did Dissidia. I'll look it up later. Yeah. Um... So, kind of get into the the story aspects, and and these are obviously the best aspect aspects of this game. Obviously, yep. Oh, 11, although I felt like eleven I was... out of eleven. <laughs> uh, so negatively. So there's about four hours of uh, story cutscenes in this game, and thirty of them are CGI. Are you and, serious? Yeah, you want to know how long this game is? Five hours. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a 13 hour game Jeez. although for reference the last of us is about 15 hour game and it also has about four hours of story cutscenes. but but big buts yeah i i kind of feel like um and i cannot lie i feel like those four hours in in last of us like blended better yeah and paced better oh no this game was play to cutscene. yeah and then get out, and then play to next cutscene, and then get out. Well, I mean, if we're being realistic, Last of Us does that too. I think it was the pacing; the pacing was better. It was yes. just it was more logical For sure. points. For sure. Like there wasn't. Now it's still levels and stuff. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, so the game takes place after Advent Children. Uh huh. Which I don't know. Seems weird to me. Why don't we talk about the Advent Children story real quick, then? Okay, you just dip into that oh so i didn't really want to talk about the story too much i just basically wanted to talk about how we felt about it uh well well, well because it takes place after it is the reason why i want to explain mm, that real quick okay mm, so kind of advent are we getting into the spoilers actually i can almost explain it in the same way that i explained final fantasy 7 okay um so pretty much this whole movie is about people who were wearing black robes might as well be like they were in Final Fantasy VII, and they just want to be rejoined to remake God, which in their eyes was 
used to be Genova, but because there has been one that existed that embodied Genova, they just want to make him again. Mm-hmm. And guess who that is? It's Sephiroth. Yeah. And then the, they, they get the gang back together. That's pretty much what it comes down to. That This movie was like literally... Fan service? It was fan service, but it was also... It was almost like reenacting um, an act from... Right. No, for real. But just that makes sense. but focusing on individual characters and how they felt about it or why they felt they needed to do it. Did you like it? Yes. Did you love it? No. Did you do I still lo- like it? Did you like did you was it like in between like and love? <laughs> I feel like that's the title of a movie or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um uh yeah, I'm I'm it's I'm, it's mixed feelings about the movie, but at the time, again, when I watched it initially, I was like, "Whoa!" Yes, the first time I watched what it. What is yeah. this? Yeah. Um. Also, that was like okay. So this is that thing where Square Enix, when they first did, um, they finally actually took their CGI team and made a full movie. Mm-hmm. They made the Spirits Within. People didn't really like it that much, um, or it wasn't. Sorry, people really liked it, but then the critics didn't really like it. And so they just pretty much. It was. I thought it was like, the other way around. I thought the critics liked it and the fans didn't like it. Who knows? Whatever. I don't really remember. It was okay. Let's just say like this: it was panned. Mm-hmm. People yes. liked it. They didn't like it across the board. Um, that being said, I think that Square Enix had pretty much hung up its jacket and said, "We're not doing this anymore. We're done. I don't want to do this anymore." Sakaguchi, you're fired. Kind of. Actually, I don't think he was fired. He he did the whole. But Samurai like, thing. but like the, but yeah, like the, wow, yeah, that's Sopaku, Sopaku, yeah. Um, oh no, that's Harikari is where they stop. Anyways, yeah. um, anyways, they um, yeah, pretty much it's like we we don't need the studio anymore. We're just never gonna work on this stuff again. When the techniques to make spirits within was crazy because they didn't actually use motion capture. They mm-hmm. made the frames from mm-hmm. scratch, which which is crazy, freaking crazy. Also, it looked really good for being oh, made yeah. from scratch. Especially um, for the time, it looked yeah. incredible. I can't believe people weren't blown away by this. Right, voice acting was good. Um, it was actually like a legitimate like like they actually got an all star cast for it and everything. Got it was Mulan, crazy. uh, Ming Na Wen. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alex they, Alex Baldwin. Yeah, they got uh Steve Buscemi. Oh yeah. They got um uh one of the is it was Sutherland. Keith or Sutherland? No, the other one. I don't know. There's another one. Uh, oh, Donald did, Sutherland. Yeah, yeah, they did. You're right. Yep. Um, for the to play the professor or whatever, mm-hmm. and James Wood to play the bad uh, guy. Yeah, yeah. They like got a whole. Yeah, they went all out. I, they really did. The the movie was good. I actually really liked it. The graphics were good. The story was a little meh, but it was otherwise a really it was fine. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So they so they hung up their 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 coat on this one. They like said I'm, we're done. I almost feel like it came out in today's culture. Like it might have been. It would yeah. be like whoa. This it would have been more. It would have been, I don't know. Yeah, more it would fit in better. Yeah, um, it was definitely ahead of its time. That's mm-hmm. one of the things I will say about for it. for sure. Um, but then Advent Children came out, and it was kind of a surprise. They shouldn't have called it Final Fantasy, though. They shouldn't have. The they should have just called it the Spirits Within, and it would have been even better. Yeah. Um. So then the Advent so Children it, came out, and it wasn't the, okay. I say it was a surprise in that like we weren't expecting it to oh, be yeah, any it good. Oh yeah, definitely a surprise. Well, but they told us about it before. They like we knew it was coming. Yeah. And we saw some stills, and we're like, oh, okay, this is going to be good, right? And then we saw it, and it was actually legitimately good, which is how it kind of surprised a lot of mm-hmm. people, because they were, a lot of people... Really? Hesit- I, I, was, I, was, I was all in. I, I, I knew I was going to love it before I even saw it. I feel like that that was mainly me, though, because I was already cynical by then. Like, I don't... Yeah. yeah. 
exactly right <laughs> um but yeah so i like i went into it like this this uh let's just hope it's better than the last one right and that's, then yeah so it, it's it, funny because it kind of surprised me i'm totally in reverse where like like i had like happiness goggles on like in my youth yeah and like now i've become more cynical I, are you in reverse no i'm just always been cynical okay. i like to analyze things um yeah. but it's uh yeah it's a good movie it's a. I feel like it's a necess- necessary watch if you like the Final Fantasy. Oh yeah, uh, just in general. I yeah. mean, the fight scenes are awesome looking. Mm-hmm. The um, music is beautiful. Yep. Nobuo Uematsu redid a couple of his tracks. There was like a piano version of of the battle music for uh, for a fight scene between uh, with Tifa in it. And, and, which there's is, a uh, really good phone commercial like midway through. Oh, you you don't have a cell phone? <laughs> <laughs> How about this cell phone? As you can tell, it's waterproof. Yeah, it, yeah. Good little, good little advertisements in there. Um, but yeah, okay. So that one pretty much brought Vincent back into the picture, where Vincent was just kind of off in the middle of nowhere, which was just weird. Um, and then oh, that he, that scene was it was pretty cool. Though. Yeah, that took yeah. his awesomeness to a whole no, another level. For me. And I feel like that's what sparked him to go. We can we can bring this character back. I don't remember what was made first though. What Advent Children or, or Dirge. Dirge or like when it started production? Yeah. Either way, I still feel like the movie itself kind of invigorated people to want something like Dirge of Cerberus. Also, if you look at the design of Vincent in Dirge of Cerberus, it was the Advent Children design and not necessarily the uh, Final Fantasy the seven, seven design. design. That makes sense. Which still Dirge of Cerberus or sorry, dude, the, the Dirge of Cerberus in the movie itself, the designs are based off of the original artwork yeah. by Nomura. With like the tattered and everything oh, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I want to say they're pretty much the same things, but they're uh, more realized. There we go. But yeah. Also, the red cloak is just brilliant. So do you think? Do you think the Advent Children story was was bad, mediocre? Or I think was the Advent Children story above was, average was all right. It was done. It was done. Not necessarily good, but it was just done. I thought it was like coherent and even though like it didn't 100% make sense like there was that part in the story um which I won't give away or anything but there was parts in the story where it felt like they were grasping right and then the conclusion to those parts of the story definitely felt like they were pandering at some point well they didn't so when they when you watch the movie to me it didn't feel that way like you know they're grasping or everything just because it felt like it flowed really well right if that makes any sense so, Advent Children was actually made in 2005, which oh. or was came out in 2005 in Japan. But that being said, if it came out in 2005 in Japan, it mean and more than likely took them a couple of years to make it. Yeah. Then it was probably started before production of Dirge Surface. I think it, it must have came so. out before Dirge. Then that's weird. Dirge Surface came out in 2007. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. Are you sure that the the Dirge part? I don't know. Okay. But that being said. I still feel like Advent Children was the, the impetus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dirge, or Advent Children is is a must see, and Dirge is like if you're a really big fan. Yeah. <laughs> it's a must not. See. Yeah. You should at least see like the cloud. Okay. It was released scene. in 2006. Oh, okay. So around the huh? That's weird. I, Five and the six. I think their whole idea was to get all of their properties like one year after that. If we yeah. didn't, if they didn't have a property set up to be released that year, they were going to make something in between. Whether it be like one of the Final Fantasy Adventure games that they came out with game, on Game Boy and the, 
which ended up turning later to be Trials Crystal, games. Crystal Chronicles? Crystal Chronicles yeah. in between on GameCube. Um, shoot. I guess I maybe it was, if it wasn't Final Fantasy property, it was something that was going to be in line with Square Enix's release schedule. For GameCube? No. Oh. GameCube had Crystal Chronicles, okay. that's all. Okay. And I feel like that was almost like, here you go, GameCube, or here you go, Nintendo, have I, one of our I things. I feel like that sometimes, too. Yeah. Like, our experimental stuff will go to Nintendo. It was, it was good, though. I'm not going to lie. I liked yeah. it. A lot. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> but it could have been the nostalgia associated playing video games with my little brother. Well, I didn't like the fact that, like, it's... Well, I didn't... Like, my, my brothers had moved out, and I was, like... So all my friends were all in the same neighborhood, and then, right. like, there was no kids in my neighborhood. And so, like, I would have people over and play that game, but then the weekend was over, and I'm like, but I, w- I still want to play this game, and I can't play it because I don't have anyone over. And, like, and my my I mean, friends... you can play it independently. It's a little bit Yeah, harder. and uh, it's, not, it's just not the same, though. Sure. Well, apparently we should add uh, Crystal Chronicles to this the title of this game to this podcast or not <laughs> or not uh so let's let's go on and uh we'll dive into the the story of dirge of Yay! yeah <laughs> uh and so i guess i should just talk about may, maybe i'll just talk about some of the the key points of the of the story so there's this just like the uh regular final fantasy 7 there's these w- giant creature called weapon creatures called weapon and they're kind of they're created by the planet as some type of guardian for some purpose and but there's some long lost third weapon called the omega weapon and uh long lost really (laughs) uh and the function of this one is to gather up all the life essence on the planet and when the planet's dying it gathers up all the life essence and then it moves that life essence to another planet which Actually, it's kind of a cool concept. Technically, that's what all the weapons were made for in the original game, or in, in 7 as well. Oh, I not they were protectors. Right, but not necessarily to absorb the life, but they were always supposed to be protecting the planet. Right. But then, in this case, technically protecting the planet by gathering its life force, because it pretty yeah. much realized that everybody's destroying it, and they need to take over. Yeah, like, like well, Omega Weapon kind of feels like the last defense. Right, Omega yeah. Weapon's, like, response to Mako, or, right. which is the energy that... Which, which I I mean in this regard, Omega Weapon, cool idea, yes. cool concept. I actually really do like that concept. Uh, and then so in every person there's, uh, the Chaos Gene, which this it's it's confusing. So <laughs> so everyone has the Chaos Gene, and for some reason Vincent has brought it forward. Like it's he's this gene's dormant in everyone, but it's been activated in Vincent. And by his emo jeans. By his emo jeans. Yeah, right. That's in the game. No. Dude, I was like, what did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> uh but he can't control so he can't so, control his emo uh, jeans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh so I should say that chaos is like this otherworldly entity, almost like a godly entity. And um and he can kind of like he takes over that being in the game. Like all his all his fusion things or morphing things it's another morphing time it's another being that he's actually taking over and they yeah. didn't say that in Final Fantasy 7 this is lore that they added in, in Dirge of Cerberus which is okay it's 
interesting. Unnecessary. It's unnecessary, but it's interesting nonetheless. Like the game. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm back there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and so he needs something called the proto. Oh, he needs the proto materia to control this chaos form. Otherwise, he can't control it. So. We're delving deep into anime territory yeah. here. Yeah, so you know how there's like regular Predator and then there's Super Predator? Yeah. Well, now there's Materia and there's Super materia. Proto Materia. Which just means it's unrefined. Yeah, so it... <laughs> it's like in Final Fantasy VII, there's a Materia called, literally called Huge Materia. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think that... Well, I mean, there's, there's the White Materia and then... I guess it's along those lines. It's like yeah. a special Materia. And so yeah. it, it lets you tap into the power of Omega or Chaos. Um, wow. And so th- there's like the myth- mythical uh, lore of the game. And now the real story kind of takes place around, or the, the real antagonist is this group called Deep Ground. And mm. <laughs> where do you think Deep Ground resides? Underground. <laughs> so apparently. They're an underground organization. Oh my gosh. Yep. This is so corny. There's a, they're an or, underground organization that is so top secret that. Everybody knows about them. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, nobody knew about it. Like, once uh, once the president, Shinra, passed away, like, he, like so he's tragically. the only one that knew. And so he didn't tell anyone. Of so, course. yeah. And uh, so they've been they've been doing experiments on proto material. So you know how like the soldiers were uh, being dipped in makeup, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like the un- deep ground soldiers have been dipped in proto materia garbage. <laughs> I'm suffering through this story. <laughs> I, I but of course there's I don't like know how much longer this podcast is gonna last. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's also like four. Super duper proto materia soldiers, uh, which have their own personality, you know. Uh, <laughs> okay, so these bad guys, dude, there's even more that it's gonna yeah. drive you crazy. These bad guys resemble pretty much what happens in some shonen animes where shonen animes being like long form animes yeah. for young adults or whatever. The thing that happens is where like they introduce something and they have to introduce six other things because of course they need to fill out like a whole arc or a whole mm-hmm. season or something like that. Well, a whole level. That yeah. level needs a boss. So, so you can't have a helicopter for every boss level or every level. You can't. Um, <laughs> they tried. They really did. They tried to pull that. They were like, I mean, we've I'm already got sure this helicopter. Three out of the eight or the helicopter. Yeah. Like think about every other boss, like every other end boss for for Final Fantasy having like ten form or five forms. Or three forms at the most, or whatever. This one, this helicopter had like <laughs> lives. It was like a kitty cat helicopter. Well, and it in, had... in its defense, I think it's multiple helicopters. And you know what the funny thing is? If this is a secret... no, it's still the same helicopter. If this is a secret organization, how do flying around with helicopters? What? Like, with how are they getting? How are they training these people to fly the helicopters if they're underground? Maybe they have a whole. If it's so deep underground <laughs> that they could, they could There's have like, like these giant caverns, but they're like, right? Or maybe they had simulations. Simulations are a thing in the Final Fantasy world. Sure. So there could be that. Or maybe somebody's controlling him with their mind powers. Ooh. May- maybe. Because they can maybe they maybe the machines. helicopters. Well, the helicopters maybe were dipped in proto materia. Oh gosh. <laughs> or proto mako. Anyways, um, so yeah, so they they did this thing where 
Um, so every it's a very Nomura like he like you could tell like his again his anime stuffs like it was like uh, think about like when you're fighting uh, I don't know oh like okay so when when you're like a, in like in, a, in an arc of an anime and then somebody comes up and they're like but I'm only number seven and you're like what Dude, it's like Scott it, Pilgrim huh it's like Scott Pilgrim yeah kind of um. And then you're like, what do you mean? If you're seven, then there's six stronger than you. And then you're like, I've got to get stronger. And like, that's kind of what this felt like. It felt like, oh, well, I'm this person. Well, there's, but they're not my, this person's my boss, which means that this person's stronger. Don't oh, think, yeah. do you beat me, but you never, you'll never beat my another person. <laughs> like that kind of thing. And so you're like, always like, okay, well, this isn't the end of the game yet. And then people keep on coming back and you're like, I thought I kicked his butt. I thought he was dead. And then he's like, nah, I'm back. And I'm stronger than before because you need another boss to fight. And <laughs> For motivations that I have <laughs> that I won't oh, explain gosh. to you. Oh, uh, gosh. The motivations well, for these characters is probably one of their worst things. Well, like, the main boss had zero, zero motivation. Yeah. And, uh, and the reason... Okay, so we'll get into this. This is the best part. Oh, are we, are we gonna get into the 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 the, 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 the body snatch and stuff? So there's a there's an internet ghost in this game that has manipulated uh, the main big bad, and I can't remember his name. I think it's Weiss or Weiss yeah, or Weiss. whatever. And uh, yeah, so he's been manipulating him basically the whole time, getting deep ground to do all these things, things. to awaken Omega by basically just dumping living people into this like. Proto Materia stream or something, yeah, which is a little dark because is like, it though? Well, they dump them in and like they're all screaming and everything, and then like this big arm comes up and. Do you know that happens in, in the Transformers the movie as well? No. So, explain. Um. So what ends up happening is like Unicron eats planets, right? But mm-hmm. then his system inside of him is like actually like his his intestines or mm-hmm. They process the people. So then like right. the, like it has all these people like on these little. Are these they com- people com- or are they transformers? People, transformers, whatever. It doesn't it matter. Don't discriminate. He doesn't discriminate. It's, it eats. Um. So yeah. So then it like it has all these people on these like conveyor belts and it just drops them into these vats of acid, which are technically like, supposed to simulate battery acid. Just melts them all down and then that's how he eats or he's. Nutrition or whatever you get. I wonder if they stole this thing from, from Transformers. Transformers. Oh, what if they did? Maybe. Anyways, um, I, just <laughs> I thought, never know. Like, honestly, you never know. You never know. Somebody could have been a big fan of Transformers movie, i.e. this guy. <laughs> so this, uh, let's see. So there's some really corny scenes. Uh, so there's. We're still talking about the story, right? It, no, I'm actually just pretty much talking about a scene that came to my mind. Okay. So there's this scene at the end where Vincent's like taking on the main bad guy when he's like flying around and everything. Cause uh-huh. he has God powers all of a sudden. Yes. And all Chaos the, powers. all the normal fun fancy characters are like watching him do his thing. And then they do like a, like a pizza scene and like everybody, you know, like they, everyone has their own little diamond and they just show their face and they're like, go Vincent. The power of freaking friendship. I yeah. told you. And yeah, it's annoying as heck. I'm like... It's like there's they're cheerleaders or something. I'm like, dude, the the, the level of cringe in this in this, <laughs> in this game is... Uh, like, it's, it's over 9,000. It's, <laughs> it's weird that they, like... They they made Cloud really cool in this game in his cutscenes. Yeah. But then they made Vincent, like, 20 times more powerful than... Everybody? Yeah. And they mama? 
And what? And they mama. And they momo? Mama. Oh, oh yes, and their mama, yes. Yes. Sorry. They mama. Don't don't try to make this proper. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I lost all my street cred just now. If you had any. I didn't have any. Um <laughs> You know what? On the note, let's take let's take a okay, break. Okay. <laughs> can't do it anymore. Uh, we're we're like, back. Was, that was, hand, was your hand cramping or something? No, it it, it was funny to me. And okay. I was just going to start laughing and was going to ruin the ASMR of it all. <laughs> so, should I uh, dig deep-er grounder into the story? Deep grounder? Yes. Sure, why not? <laughs> I don't know. There's not much... Sounds I mean, like a baseball pitch. Oh yeah, I guess I could... Be a baseball player. Oh, he threw a deep grounder. Wow. Look at that. I hate to see it. <laughs> Strike. Um, um, I don't really know. Like, I'm trying to think of like positive aspects of this game. Oh, okay. So there are positive as- Ooh, aspects. So find them for me. So it was kind of cool. The very beginning of the game kind of shows what what Vincent and Yuffie were doing while the CG was going on in the original Final Fantasy VII that didn't show any of them. Right. But they were like saving civilians, and it was really cool too because uh, it was like uh, Vincent goes up this uh, stairwell well thing, and he he sees Hojo there, all slumped over, and he uh, sees his hoes. <laughs> yes, uh, his hojos, and uh, and this is and he was about to shoot him, even though he already looks like he's dead. But uh, I mean, that was kind of a, a cool looking scene, but. There we go again. Like we're just. It did like parallels, yeah. That was I forgot about that. Like they showed, they really did show what was going on. Yeah, I for I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that that aspect was pretty cool. Uh, They had Reeve like flying the helicopter, came in on the helicopter, kind of supporting them. Reeve is uh, Kate Sitz puppet master, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. There was there was also like some scientist person helping you and one of the one of the deep ground like main bad guys is the sister of one of them and oh, the uh, little girl yeah the little girl one okay which oh my gosh the voice actor for that one it's fine it's it whatever great. it's very anime it great, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the whole point though like when you create all the the huge cast of characters you have to make sure you differentiate them in every way <laughs> first of all size Second costume voice is always a must, <laughs> and then their hair. Oh, definitely this the is hair. always the thing. Come on, man. Yeah, we could yeah. actually analyze this game as if we're analyzing an anime because of how it's structured. It's so 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 sense. anime. Yeah. Um. So so getting back to that, one of I mean, I don't I don't really know know much how much more of the story I want to talk about. But there was actually a really good scene where one of the characters sacrifices themselves. It was actually like. Really well done. How they did it. Is that the one where they like, put themselves in the door or something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, but they're they're like their arm. They use their robotic arm or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then That's after the door cool. closes, like you hear all this thrashing, like they're getting beat the hell up, the heck up. Oh, I failed. Yeah, you did. Now I got to cut it. Way to go. <laughs> you don't just beep it. Beep. No, I just cut them out completely. Oh, okay. Um. 
Plus, you already recovered. And now we're talking about you cursing. Is it really a curse? Is the is that word a curse? Yeah. Well, if it's a pl- if you're referring to the place, then it's not. Okay. Like if you went to hell and back, it's yes. one thing. Yeah. But if you say what the H E double hockey stick. What the who's it? Yeah, I guess it's technically a swear. Although I'm pretty sure in like a PG thirteen movie you can say that word as many times as you want. Yes, because hell is a place. So wait, are we a PG thirteen podcast? Because that means we get to say the F bomb once. No. Okay. We're more or less a PG podcast. More PG. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. So let's just move on from the story because I'm <laughs> Did just really like, like ah, okay, cool. I'm done with the story. Um, we are all done with the story. Everybody was done with the story before the story started. Okay. Well, no, let's. Okay. Never mind. I just well, I just explained the how much I actually like kind of like those little bits. Yeah. There's the cutscenes with. Well, obviously, these cutscenes are made by the people that did Avent Children, and all the characters come in and do some cool thing. Mostly just Cloud, and then mostly Bar- just Cloud. Yeah. Barrett and Tifa ride in the car, and so it's just Cloud. Cloud's good. Cloud's doing cool things. Right. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna touch on some of the. So this is actually something new for when we're talking about video games is uh, voice actors. This is actually the first game that we've talked about that actually has voice acting in it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was kind of weird, right? It is the first one. Yeah. Go figure. Okay. Uh, so Vincent is uh, voiced by Steve Bloom, and he's mostly known as the voice of Wolverine, which you totally can hear it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we'll okay. look it up as if, like, <laughs> he did not believe me. Uh, he also does the voice of Sub-Zero in the, in the newer Mortal Kombat games, uh, but he's also Kanan in, from Xenosaga. He's trying to hear it now. Holy crap. Right. That's why I love, I actually love uh, looking up voice actors because you just, making those connections is always like, whoa. But also it's a very anime thing for this guy to be in everything you like. <laughs> uh, he was actually also Kronos on Legends of Tomorrow, which is like this this demon character that, um, oh my gosh, what is this character's name called? The, the trench coat dude that smokes all the time. Constantine. Jinx. Uh-huh. Oh, he's in Samurai Champloo as well. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this dude's done uh, a bit of things. He was in Naruto. Okay. Okay. He was in the Cowboy Bebop movie. <laughs> so, speaking of. Uh, speak, so, earlier we were talking about uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Yuffie's voice actor, uh, I guess it's Mai Whitman. She was Evil X number four in Scott Pilgrim versus the world. She was yeah, like but the Yuffie one with the... Advent Children was played by the sister from Even Stevens. Oh, oh it was, so it wasn't the same? They actually got someone new, different? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Um, hmm. She was also in Rested Development, but I don't remember her character in the least bit. Wait, are you talking... Yeah, you're talking about the, the shorter chick, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. She's, yeah, the one with... The, she's wearing, like, the, the hoodie, and the hoodie's up, the black hoodie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then Reeve was dam- done by uh, Jameson Price, who is near from near oh she also played yuffie in um in the kingdom hearts as well huh i wonder why they switched it up um maybe she cost too much or maybe she's like she's um, in like this this is us or something like that or something oh really i think uh maya whitman oh i don't know whitman maya whitman 
Uh, so Reeves she probably was way too expensive. Probably. <laughs> Uh, so Reeves' character, Jameson Price, uh, did Nier in the game Nier. Uh, okay. He was Sojiro Sakura from Persona 5, which I can totally hear it now. Um, and then Kate Sith was done by Greg Ellis, and I'd actually never, I'd never heard of him before, but he is Rocket Raccoon like on, in some of the Marvel animations. Hmm. And apparently he's just really good at voicing anthropomorphic characters okay because that's all i know from he was kate sith and he was rocket raccoon by all means do your thing right <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna front on you and that's actually all i really have because i looked at the bad guys and nobody was really like stood out to me or anything also nobody really stood out in um in that game all the other you know, i did look up uh like the guys from um I haven't children, and I was really surprised that, like, the guy that did Cloud, and I can't remember, I think it's, shoot, I don't remember his name all of a sudden, uh, but he was, he's just been Cloud, like, that's his big thing, claim the fame as being Cloud, and now he's not Cloud anymore. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a whole new voice cast for the, the remake. Hmm. I think I they, they even changed uh, Reno. Huh? I said, I wonder if they cost too much. I'm sure. Because they'd have to do all voice dialogue in the game, so they yeah. like had to get brand new people for that. Well, I guess people are upset that Quentin Flynn's not doing Reno. You know who Quentin Flynn is, right? No. He does Axel from King Hearts, and he did Reno and Advent Children. Oh, yeah. okay. But people are upset that he's not doing it, and they they actually... <laughs> there, I guess there's like a petition to where like they're like, okay, cool, you can have your new voice actor, but we wanted some DLC that like we can switch between the two. Yeah, that's. I was like, Ugh. yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. But they could always pull a Destiny, and like where they started with Peter Dinklage and they moved on to Nolan North to read. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'm in honestly like, a lot of these voice actors. Nolan North can just do everybody's voice, so <laughs> I guess he might as well. Yeah. Um, but I mean, honestly, like a lot of these voices, they're they're pretty similar anyway, or they have like they have the same feel to them. Are you talking about the voices that the voice actors do? Yeah, yeah, from all these different Final Fantasy voice actors. Yeah. So, and it's been in a substantial amount of time that you've, you know, in between that, like, when you recall it, it's just close enough. Right. You know what was jarring, though, was the new, this is from Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, the new uh, Scrooge McDuck. I don't remember it. You don't remember it? Okay. It was jarring to me, so... Oh, he's the one who owns the restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember his voice though, but I, I know. Okay, I know what you're talking about. But yeah, aye, aye, aye. stuffs and things, right? Yep. So this game, what is your overall like takeaway from it, and what is your, as we usually do, recommendation? I mean, anybody that's going to be a new fan is waiting for Final Fantasy VII remake to come out. They have True. no reason to play this game. Uh, anybody that already was a Final Fantasy VII fan, if they're interested in it, they probably already played it as a standalone game. I don't recommend it. It's just it's just fan service. Yes. And you could probably watch a story recap and watch some of the. You probably would just watch all the CG stuff and be sat like, oh, that was cool, that was cool, that was cool, and be satisfied with your experience. And that's it. 
luckily the game is short, and I think that that actually might help it with being one of those games that you can play and go, that was fine, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, okay, so maybe for you, has who has more free time, who can burn through a God of War in a weekend, right. but then for somebody like me that, you know, it took me a month to get through God of War, and right. if, for a 15-hour game, that's that could be like a two-week game, I'm good. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see if it's going to just take too long. Yeah. That, doesn't that suck? Like when a game's actually not that long, but you think that like if you were to play it, it would take too long. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that sums it up really well, like yeah. how we feel about it, you know. If you have tons of free time, sure, why not? By all means. If you don't have anything better to do. Please don't waste your time. Okay. There are better games out there for sure. Yeah. So YouTube's helpful in this regard. And it's not like, well, okay. So I guess the Final Fantasy VII remake, um, they're going to do nods to the compilation games. Mm-hmm. But I do kind of wonder if they're going to do any nods to this one. Like, are they going to talk about Deep Ground? I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Are they going to talk about <laughs> the Proto-Materia? I highly doubt that, too. Would they talk about Omega Weapon? Uh, Maybe. Are you talking about the remake? Yeah. No, there's no need to. I don't think they'll talk about anything introduced in that game. Okay. I mean, you're probably right. I, I'm, just, I'm just curious what your thoughts are in that regard. Yeah, the thing is, because that game takes place after Final Fantasy VII, them including materia from materia material from that game, mm-hmm. or from yeah from that game, they wouldn't be even if they were to include it, they wouldn't include it until late on, like later in the game. Yeah, no, I get because, that. Well, yeah, obviously in this newest Final Fantasy VII remake, yeah, they're not gonna right now in the remake as a whole, maybe. Yeah, but who knows? I'm just trying to think of what aspects. I mean, yeah, who who knows in this regard. So, uh, they, they do seem like with the remake, and we'll talk about that a little bit when we finally get to it, they do kind of feel like they're being selective, I suppose. Although, yeah. it's not like we've seen... It's very strategic, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this is it's being made by their first division, and I'm sure their first division is called first division for a reason. Yeah. Or maybe not. Or no. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of the two, I would yeah. assume. You have so. any closing thoughts for this game? No, I, I really don't. I was done like 20 minutes ago. That's fine. Just close <laughs> this up then. <laughs> Until next time. Until next time. Peace.